Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is episode 86 with Isabel Rizzo, Sonny Von Mutius, and Chris Tyre. Now, today's episode is a bit special. It's a blab. And for those of you that don't know what a blab is, a blab is basically, think, Periscope meets Google Hangouts. So I hopped on Blab and interviewed a few digital nomads, a few uh, people building the business as they're traveling. And we talked about some of the processes, some tips to learn, and basically how to center yourself and get to yourself to the point where you can set up a business and still travel the world. So enjoy the episode and Please be sure to check out www.uidmag.com or uidmedia.com. All points to the same place. And subscribe to the newsletters and just keep up to date with us and what we're doing. And, um, you know, keep up the, the feedback. I really love hearing from you guys. And I want to hear more about what you want to hear more and who you want me to interview. Talk to you soon. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxit. Welcome, everybody. So today I have with me the lovely Isabel Rizzo, and we're talking about how to build a business you love while still traveling the world. So um, as, as many of you probably don't know who I am, so I'm just going to give you a little brief intro. So my name is Ty Roxon, and I've been running a uh, media site that's based on cross-cultural experiences, travel, nomadism, and everything cultural and travel, basically. But today... It's all about Isabel and how she does it as a digital nomad. And why don't you introduce yourself and tell the audience what you are, and then we can dive into some of the topics today. Hello. And Tayo, he's so humble. He's like, I'm just here to, to make Isabel shine. And I'm like, no, Tayo. Tayo is amazing. <laughs> he's doing his whole like third culture kid thing, the, the use your change to make a change. Amazing. I'm really honored to be on the Blab with Tayo. Um, and, uh, like he said, I'm a digital nomad. I'm currently in Romania right now. I'm actually at my cousin's house. She's lovely enough to let me use her very good Wi-Fi. Romania has the fastest Wi-Fi ever when you're using like not a little stick of Wi-Fi. So that's why I was like, ah, I need good <laughs> Wi-Fi for today's blab. Um, and, uh, a couple weeks ago I was in, uh, Germany. And then before then I was in France. And then before that I was in Belgium and then I went back to France again and then back yeah. to Germany and then <laughs> to Romania again. So I've been on the road a lot. Um, and actually I want to do a sh quick shout out to um, Eleanor who is on the beautiful Bella Vista team without Eleanor's help. And I'll be talking a little bit about how to run a business while you're on the road. Um, without Eleanor's help, I couldn't be running my business on the road she's my soul sister she is my best like team member her and i have another team member and i'll talk a little bit about that later um oh finding your awesome team and that um but i help um conscious brands and businesses and entrepreneurs um 
get seen, get known, um, PR and marketing, um, social media marketing. I'm really into like singularity marketing, um, using digital storytelling to um, authentically connect with uh, your brands and your people so that your message can get heard. Um, and my internet home is thebellavie.com. It's T-H-E-B-E-L-L-A-V-I-E.com. I'll just type it in the little thingy here. Um, and I have a community of amazing, beautiful Bellavistas from around the world. Um, we have a Facebook group. Um, they're all aspiring entrepreneurs. They're all amazing in their stories and their gifts that they have to share. Because I really believe everyone has um, a specific strength or a gift that they all have to share. Um, and if you're, you know, if you want to travel the world and you want to use that to monetize and, and support this travel lifestyle, then that's what I help people do. <laughs> no, no, no. Thanks. No. And um, one of the questions that people basically would have is what are the basic steps, right, for starting a business as a nomad? You know, what, what kind of one, two, three, ABC should people work on um, and in your yes. opinion? Yes. Um, and I know before we jumped on the blab tie and I brainstormed a little about this. Cause I was like, I forget, you know, because I could be like me and Eleanor talking or like you could be like a fire hose of information. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on slow down. <laughs> so I think the first step really is um, allowing yourself and giving yourself space to explore what you're curious about. Um, mm -hmm. Because I feel like, especially in school, it's just like, okay, go do your homework, get the grade, go through the whole system and everything. But it never really allows you to um, ask yourself, what do I really like to do? Like, what are my strengths? Discovering what your strengths are. Um, I definitely recommend the book Strengths Finder 2.0. It's really mm -hmm. a great gouge to gouge gauge to see what your strengths are um, and how you can like when you introduce yourself to other people, you're like, oh, well, I'm good at this, this, this. And, you know, interviewing your friends and asking your friends and family, what are you like the go to person? Like um, if you are obsessed with video games, with biking, with travel, with um, really good design, people pay attention to that. Start paying attention to your interests um, because we forget um, that we're like, we have the story of like business has to be hard and you have to struggle and you have to sacrifice when really it's following your interests and what you're naturally good at and people start paying you to do what you're naturally good at, you know? Um, so, so I would say that would be the first step. For, for, for knowing your strengths and weaknesses, um, mm -hmm. whatever you're passionate about. And then, you know, you, you recommended strength finders using that. So, and you can essentially have a lot of, um, you know, starting a business as a nomad doesn't have to be like one type of business is what you're saying. Okay. You can be something that aligns with your passion and something that obviously like you like to say, be a conscious entrepreneur. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, a lot of things that happens with being a nomad and traveling all over the world is that we live in a digital world and many people are like, ah, internet. I don't know what am I going to do? The internet connection is here. It's bad. How can I build a digital, digital template or digital platform? Um, yes. What would you say to that? Yes, I would say um, systems. Systems are your friend, and um, connecting with an amazing team that can complement your strengths um, is so important. So basically. I guess like the step two thing would be like, okay, you, you find out what you like to do. Then step two would be getting rid of all this gunk and the fear and the inner work that has to be done, all that personal development stuff. And then three is um, if you're running a digital business, because that's mainly what I, I mean, I work with regular physical businesses, but mainly digital businesses um, is getting a platform. And that's just a basic website. Um, and from there, marketing you have a system of marketing, you have a system where you bring on clients, you have a system where you schedule your calls if you're working one-on-one -on -one with people. Um, so you're not literally on the computer all the time or dependent on your phone all the time. Um, right. So having things that run in the background while you are on the road, because yes, when I first started a while ago, I would be working hunched over. Um, and there are still some days where I'm like, I get into that bad habit of like, oh, I got to work all the time. Yeah. Um, but when you don't have Wi-Fi, I think that's actually the most productive time where you can create content and you can write articles, you can make videos. 
because you don't need you really don't need Wi-Fi all the time. It's only when you're connecting with others that you really need Wi-Fi. But when you're making projects and services and all the other stuff, you don't need you don't need Wi-Fi for that. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you on that. And what about creating a web platform, right? A web platform mm -hmm. for um, a web template for yourself and you know building that personal brand, but also something for your business. Yes. And this is, I guess, where a lot of the beginner entrepreneurs get really stuck. Um, they're like, okay, I need to learn to code now. And I need to learn about uh, branding and all this other like elements and conversions and like bah! all this information that we have, we get overwhelmed with. Right. So mm -hmm. um, I tell people jump on Squarespace. Literally, it's like the easiest platform to use right now, because later on, you could jump on WordPress and, and grow and change and hire a designer. But really, using what you have around you is the best thing to do um, before you yeah. invest in anything, especially like startup costs, you want to keep them low. So yeah. jumping on Squarespace, I tell people get a clear about me page, get a contact me page. Uh, and Squarespace has a beautiful interface where you can just um, uh, link up your Gmail account or your MailChimp or whatever to, yeah, um, yeah exactly, to pe for people to contact you. You could put a Google number on there, make it super easy for people to contact you, put a services or products page up. And if you want to put a blog page up too, to just like offer really inspiring, really motivating, really useful content for your particular niche, because of course you've already done the inner work. And of course you gave yourself space to discover what you like to do. And then the next step was like discovering who is interested in what you're interested in, that you could solve a problem for. That's how you craft your services and your products. It's like listening to what other people need and bringing in your gifts and your passion to them. That makes sense. Uh, no, it makes sense. And before, before I introduce uh, our uh, you know, self-proclaimed goofball and nomad suit <gasps> on the call, <laughs> I want to say, I, wanna say I, I definitely agree with you on, on that Squarespace thing. Because initially, what I, before I started building, because you know, I'm someone who traveled a lot you know, as the son of a diplomat and who lived in five countries, four continents. Yeah. Before I, I essentially did all that, I started with Squarespace because I was, I was like, ah, I didn't want to code. So I, need, I needed a clean template. So I just started that with the about me. I had a blog and I had it to contact me and I would just write, write, write. And then yep. the, the more I grew, I, I, you know, I still use Squarespace on my personal website, but the more I grew, I, I, you know, I then eventually went to WordPress, but it was, it was something that I was able to put up together. And I was like, wow, I did that myself. That was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it looks so clean. Um, it looks so clean. So I, I want to say to people out there that get intimidated by, oh, I got to have this web presence. There are several, you know, I guess Wix and Squarespace. I'm partial to Squarespace, but there's several uh, websites that, you know, make it easy for you to do that. But with that being said, am I saying it right? Sunny, 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 sunny. Sunny, like the sunshine. <gasps> Hello. Sunny, like the sunshine. So what are your thoughts so far on what we've said? And, and I know you're a nomad as well. Can you, can you tell us what you do? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of juicy stuff being said. Um, I am a nomad. I work with small businesses on strategy, efficiency, organization, team building, creating community inside of your business as you grow. So um, yeah, there's a lot of juicy stuff being said. A lot of times people overcomplicate. They let perfect be the enemy of good. So get something good out. And a lot of times your version of good is way awesomer than people expect of you because we have such high standards for ourselves. So yeah, that's really juicy stuff. Okay. And, and now with, with both of you here, I want, I want to talk about the cost of travel. One of the things that people always say is, I, you know, I want to create this lifestyle where I could travel the world and essentially do what I'm passionate about, but I'm intimidated by the, the potential cost of travel. I mean, going to Costa Rica, going to Germany, going here this week, how much is it going to cost? The flight cost, the, you know, how standing to live in. What do you guys have to say to that? Yeah. Um, well, I'll say travel isn't as expensive as everyone says it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> especially if like, if you know a little bit about travel hacking and um, how to use credit cards to your advantage, um, but not just that also, making it a priority really of like, um, I was just reading whose blog, I think it was Ramit Sethi's blog about people like, what do you prioritize? If you mm -hmm. prioritize travel, you're gonna put money into travel. If you prioritize self-development, you're gonna put money in self-development. If you're a foodie, you love to go out and eat, you're gonna spend money on food and why not? Because that's what you love to do. Um, so mm -hmm. 
I don't spend money on like, I don't know. I don't go out often when I'm at home. Like I go out often, but I'm really intentional about it. Um, yeah. I don't go shopping for clothes all the time. I go like once or twice a year to buy clothes and, you know, I'll go to grocery store and I'll eat good food and all this stuff. But mm. I really put savings aside and plan around that I'm going to travel. Um, and of course, looking at, I have alerts that I put on like, uh, I'm sure you both know Airfare Watchdog and Skyscanner and Momondo.com and all those. It's like you look on those websites and you see, oh, look, there's a $400 flight here. There's this here. Like for this trip, um, I flew from Chicago to Boston, Boston to Iceland, Iceland to Berlin. And that was a $400 ticket. And that was after, you $400 know, ticket. $400 ticket. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what people are like, she's rich. She's traveling around. The world. I'm like, really? It wasn't, it wasn't that expensive, you know? Um, and then bus okay. tickets to go through Europe. They, there are buses. You can go from city to city for like six euros. I'm not even kidding. And then there's other ones where like, if you want to go across a couple different countries, they could go up to 90 euros, but still that's not like, okay. you're not going to huh. take a 90 euro bus everywhere. So it's, it's looking at those deals and things. And, um, making that like i have my travel money that's my travel money yeah, and then make, yeah yeah mm -hmm. it's like it no, no. Some, of, some of those resources you mentioned sorry to cut you off some of those no, resources no. you meant uh, i wanted you to, to say them again well skyscanner uh, yes. what else? Here, i'll type them in so it's momondo.com skyscanner.com and airfare watchdog which will send you alerts to your inbox for flights for specific cities that you want to go to And then, uh -huh. um, oh, and then the other thing is like being a digital nomad, if you want to go the travel blogger route for housing, now we do have Airbnb, we have couch surfing, but you can also house it. Um, like I house sat in Paris and then um, I wrote a blog post about a hotel I stayed at in Berlin. Um, so I got reduced accommodations for that as well in exchange for writing a story and like hanging out with the owner and collecting like interviewing wow. them so that was fun um so though there's so many different options about like how to make travel affordable and you can integrate that into your business somehow like i collect stories and i like storytelling so ah. that fit in <laughs> all right all right all right well before i go into more of the creating that business plan for yourself um sunny what do you have to say about that because you, you do You help small businesses, but you you travel all over the place. Yeah, I'm so. 100% nomad. So um, for me, the way I do it is I don't have any living expenses. Travel is my living expense. So I went completely minimalist. All of my stuff fits in a tiny little storage unit. And my suitcase is my house and my laptop bag is my office. And so when you don't have rent and you don't have utilities and you don't have homeowner's insurance and you don't have a car, you know, all of that goes into travel. That's a lot of moolah, depending on how your lifestyle was before as long as you make sure that you actually spend that money on travel. I also get my clients to cover my travel more often than not. Um, so if I already have a client in a city, I will like, especially if it's a smaller business that's going to make a difference in the world, I will offer. So like I'm going to San Diego in a couple of months, I'm going to be there for a couple of weeks and in exchange for a couple of strategy days where I'm going to spend two days, like deep diving into his business, he's going to give me a place to stay transportation, Phoebe when I'm in his house and buy my air, my airfare out there. Huh? So it's so interesting negotiating that into your into your clients is, is one of the key ways to cut costs is what you say. Yeah, absolutely. And for me, that's a barter. But while I'm there, I'm a networking fool. So I know that I will get out there. Yeah. I need the community. I will make myself valuable and I will end up making money off of that city while bartering for a place to stay and a way to get out there. Right. So, yes. yeah. Right. Hey, and I, I love I love this, Isabel. So I, that, that, that signals that you agree. And so you're basically saying one of the ways um, as you're building the business, one of the ways is building relationships and I'm figuring out a way to incorporate that into your into your um, you know, business plan. So if you're a client and you're offering services, you say, well, this is what I would I would ask for, you know, in exchange. And oftentimes it's not it's not much for them because they already own the house or they already own this and it'd be, you know, a place to live. And I'm awesome. I'm an awesome What? house guest. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Awesome it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, it's a win-win. Okay, so this, this segues right into that business plan. So obviously, you guys brought, brought um, both of you brought up two good points about you know 
putting that into your quotes and your rates and all that. But what about your business plan? Why is that important? And why do you think um, people need to really get uh, really clear on that before they start embarking on this lifestyle? I would say... Ladies first. Ladies first. (laughs) (laughs) Sunny was on a roll. I'm going to let Sunny go on a roll. Okay. Um, It's... It's so easy when you travel, especially if you're a travel nut, to get distracted and to end up like tangenting and look at the kitty and, oh, look at that gorgeous cathedral and you end up sightseeing and whatever. And you forget that you're there for a reason and that this is part of your lifestyle and this is how you make a living. So having a business plan and knowing like why you're going somewhere and what the game is and where you're trying to get is really important, um, especially when you're wandering as part of your lifestyle, because you want to make sure your business doesn't wander. Sometimes that works. Sometimes, but it probably won't work consistently and for long. So having a business plan and actually having some structure around where you're trying to get to is super, super critical. Otherwise, it is easy to get lost. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you're speaking to someone that's directly, I'm mischallenged, I'm directionally mischallenged. But yes, I, I, well, it, is, it is easy to get lost in, in that sense where, where you, because you, you have no purpose. You're like, what am I doing? And it's almost flippant in the, in the sense like you thought you had a business plan last week. And then you met something else and you're like, ah, maybe I'll do this. Maybe I'll do that. And it gets frustrating. And that's when you hear. Like it yeah. gives you what your true north is for your life and your business, especially if your life revolves around your business in that way. So, yeah, it gives you a compass. So when people present awesome opportunities, it gives you something to bounce that opportunity up against to see if that's something that you want to say yes to. I play the yes game a lot. So my business plan is my true north. And I like that's somebody offers me something and that's literally what I go through. Is this going to forward my game? Is this going to forward my true north? Is this an alignment with my bit? Awesome. I'm a yes. I don't know how I'm going to make it happen. I don't know how I'm going to forward it. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm a yes. But that's a yes. That's a a business plan to bounce up against. I love it. And, and, um, yeah, you know, Isabel, you, you have, um, you have a strategy for this. This is what you, this is, (laughs) you come up with this and you you know, you call your conscious entrepreneur thing, but as that conscious entrepreneur willing to be, um, you know, put him himself or herself out there already. What are your steps? Yes. Yes. Uh, And I love that you brought like, especially as a digital nomad, it's like you have to be hyper-focused and hyper wherever you are in the city. You're like, okay, here's an opportunity. Is this going to forward me? Because I'm like, when you said network, I'm going to network my butt off in whatever city I'm at. I love making new friends and like meeting new people and listening to their story. And for me, it's still an exercise for me to start staying on focus because I got some really great opportunities that yes, North Star was up here and I reached some really big milestones and now I'm in transition too with my business with like, oh, okay, I took on this opportunity, but it wasn't aligned with my North Star and now I'm dealing with the consequences of that, you know? It's like, oh, I should have gotten this or this, or, you know? So it's me, it's like you said, staying focused with the North Star and I love how you bring this up too. And especially as a female entrepreneur um, and I work with sometimes male clients as well is like, I noticed the feminine and masculine energy going like, you know, it's like, you got to stay like this. And I, and it's hard sometimes. And it's really, this is where I guess the self-development personal development stuff goes in and why I think that's even more important than like, before you get to your website, before the business plan is like, learn to stand in your power and learn to get to your compass so you can always look at your compass. And yes, enjoy the sightseeing around um, because this is what you wanted to do. You wanted to travel and, and you've got it. Um, but now it's like, ah, remember, remember this is your big vision, your big star. And you know, for me, what helps is um, uh, I have team calls. I have sticky notes on my, on my uh, computer. I have, um, you know, reminders on my phone um, and it's just constantly staying in that possibility in that conversation because when I lose that conversation because I'm such a people person um I'm like oh wait what was my big vision again oh I then you settle for something that might not be your big vision because scarcity starts coming in you know and you're like ah so north star (laughs) compass stand in your power (laughs) north star and the compass standing in power and both of you this this is two points that I want to bring here um cross-cultural key cross-cultural communication is going to be something that's going to have to be key with this because like you said the male female dynamic in some countries might be different right and there's all often some countries that are operate from high context and they're from low context and understanding the cultural context and the places that you're going 
is one of is going to be very important. And it, it, it's unfortunate to say, but some, sometimes gender comes to play, sometimes race comes to play, uh, you know, and sometimes other sorts of things. So understanding that definitely helps. But what I really want to harp on, um, especially since both of you align on this finding your true north, the compass, which I love, is um, that um, personal development part. You said that was really, really key. Why do you think so? Uh, Sunny King Girl. Sunny King So I want to make sure I understand the, the question. So you're asking why is it important to continue to develop yourself as yeah. an entrepreneur, as a traveler? Okay. Um, well, okay. So travel changes people. And it, it's mm -hmm. usually awesome, but it cannot be so awesome if you're not careful. Because like you said, the culture, and not even like I travel more in the States right now. I've traveled a lot in Europe, but right now I'm focused more stateside. There's a lot of different cultures just within the states. You go to the deep south, and I got to interact with gentlemen a lot differently than maybe in New York City. Um, and if you're not aware and able to get out, be, if you're not self-aware and able to get out of your own head and put yourself over in the other people's shoes and understand where they're coming from, it's immediately going to be clashes. It's going to be conflicts. And not only is that going to impact you potentially negatively, but it can negatively impact your business model as well. Because I... I hugely hugely build my business through through networking so if i'm not making friends and i'm making enemies that's kind of the opposite of what i want to be doing yeah um yeah, yeah totally. I, I love what yeah. carmela just said it said you know there's abcs um always but there's also abl always be learning make yourself mm -hmm. able to step up and up your game um and uh yeah so i, I just wanted to say that before before you went isabel but yeah I, we were talking before this blab and you were talking about personal development piece and not and investing in yourself and how that often helps with also you understanding your purpose. Cause like Sonny said, travel does change you. You, you, you do realize a lot of things about yourself and then it, as you travel, but then you also, it, it can either make you better or it can make you depressed depending on how you handle it. But if you don't understand how your business evolves with what you're doing, um, especially since travel is actually, you know, actually evolving, it's going to be like a big problem because you have to be able to adapt. You have to be able to think quickly in your feet. And sometimes something might not go your way, but if you don't, if you're not centered with your true North, as both of you said, and you don't have that personal development foundation might, uh, you know, falter. Yeah. 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 And, um, I think the personal development piece is super, super, like I've done a ton of inner work and I'm into the, you know, like I did Reiki as well. And I'm into, I do my Oracle cards every morning. I do my yoga in the morning to just ground myself, my meditations. Um, I work with a kinesiologist that we do like EFT and different things like that, because there are even subconscious things that we don't even know growing up that affected our thinking and our patterns of thinking. And then while you're traveling, you're, you're changing at such a rapid pace and you have to think on your feet and all of mm -hmm. this. And then sometimes those old patterns start coming up and you're like, oh, look at that. And then because you're now aware of it, you can change that or you can transform that into, okay, this is what I keep doing and it's giving me the same result. Let me transform it into something else. You yeah. know, and you realize like, oh, am I self-sabotaging myself when I'm communicating in this way or like when I act or react in this way, you know? Yeah. So it's, um, it's aware, it's more like, mindset and awareness the more awareness you're putting on something the more you can transform it into something that could work for yourself for your clients for your business but also just in general in your life yeah <laughs> my immediate response to that in is how do you not compromise right someone someone's saying well you, you're saying adapt 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 and you're just talking about finding that common common place and having that that center that purpose and true north and now you're saying you know adapt what what about compromise you saying as you compromise this is just me playing devil's advocate. I don't know if I'm doing it well. It's good. It's good. Uh, it's, it's like when, when you're first, when you first start out as an entrepreneur, you're in this space and you still have the same patterns and reactions and the way of thinking, but then there's some kind of wall that you break through and you like get to the next level. And you're like, Oh, because I broke this pattern in my first thing, you know, my first reaction or my way of behavior, then that takes you to the next level. And then again, you grow, you grow, and then you either falter back or you stay comfortable in your comfort zone or you push through again. So what's bringing you forward still is that North Star, is that compass. But you're adapting 
and you're learning. Like how she said, always be learning. You're learning about yourself, the way you react with clients, the way you um, run your business, the way like, oh, this mistake. There's how, what was it? Miss Frizzle said about um, make, go ahead and make mistakes. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like in, in school, they tell you don't make mistakes, don't fail. But we learn through our failures and from listening from others about their failures. So that's where you break through that wall again and you grow and you grow and you grow. Because even on this trip, there were many moments where I could have gone like, whoosh, but then I was like, no, no, I don't want I want to stay comfortable. And then you, you know, you have to reevaluate and you ground yourself again. And you're like, okay, here's the North Star. Oh, this is why I compromised here. Or I might have, you know, scarcity stuff comes up like, oh, money's not coming in and you're traveling and you're on the road and you're like, well, I'll take whatever job I can, even though that's not the right thing to do. Wow. Uh, but but that thing is in the back of your mind and you're like, yeah, ah, so you take whatever job you can and then you compromise, right? Yeah. Because the fear yeah. is talking in the back and you lose sight of the North Star stuff. So, so, so that's again, that wall that you're like, yeah. ah. <laughs> like that intersection, you know, the road, you know, where you have fear and, you know, what could potentially be. And some people often take uh, fear and people need to take the road yeah. less traveled. Channeling my Rob Frost there, but uh, <laughs> but do you have anything to to add, Sunny? Um, yeah, I think I think what you're saying is all really again juicy stuff. I, I think the other thing that can be the other thing that drives my desire to continue in the self development realm is the fact that travel can get lonely. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the whole scarcity mentality. It's it's so easy if you're not careful. So when when I travel, a lot of times I don't know anybody. Right. I'm traveling to a client I've maybe met once. I don't know anybody in that city. And so it's really, really easy to let the vibe, the energy and the mentality of the people around me rub off on me and take me away from who I know I am if I don't know who I am. Right. So not only doing the self-development work, but I also work really hard to make sure that every couple of months I either have a friend join me or I go to a friend or I go home for a hug for mom because I need that reminder of like who, you know, who I am. Um, and if I don't continue in a lot of the stuff that you do, the meditation and the self-help and not self-help, the, um, the self-work, like I get bodies every day, I do the yoga, yeah, yeah, yeah. So making sure that I'm focusing on my body and my wellness and who I am before I go out there and network my butt off is really, really yeah. important to help me remember who I'm networking on behalf of. True. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're, touching, you're touching on the importance of uh, building relationships and you alluded, you alluded to it earlier in a previous conversation that there's an ROI to that. Um, do you agree, Isabel, that that's important? <laughs> what's first of all the importance of building relationships online and offline? I want you to talk in those uh, talk about those two, and then yes. maybe if you both have examples of some of the return of investment that you've had, because yes. essentially, as you're traveling, your relation, your contacts are going to be uh, going to be your kaching, your your money, your lifeline, and it depends on who you know sometimes. So, but could you ladies talk in those two? Yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, this, what I love, to, I, I'm a people person and I love, to connect with new people all the time. Um, and like you said, they're the lifeblood of, of what I do. Like we wouldn't be doing this blab if we haven't connected. And then because of this blab, now we're connecting with a bunch of new people that we can support, inspire, motivate. Um, so yeah. if this didn't if this relationship didn't happen, how could have it like somebody here might 
um, go to my website. They might end up on my mailing list. They might find something that is of value and they might purchase an ebook or a product or something. And that's money that could bring into me, but it also can inspire, motivate them to do their own thing. So Uh that's all just from one relationship. (laughs) So this is what I work with. I work with on clients about this is like, um, and it's still like it, it, the ROI of relationships, I guess is, I'm still working on communicating the ROI of relationships because sometimes you make a friend with somebody and the next year they launch something and you're part of a telesummit or you're part of a big conference and they don't see that until like a year later, you know, but it's like, look, you connected with this journalist or you, you connected with this person. You connected this with, it's, it's the, it's you, you, what is it called? Your, your, what does it say? That your net worth is like your, your network, you know? Mm-hmm. You're, no, you're, that, that's, that's what both of you do essentially it's it is yes. literally literally your network so. <laughs> yeah. yeah so i mean it's I, I love for me it's it just comes naturally that i love connecting with people and seeing win-win situations for others like cross-promoting each other and marketing each other's work because we have the shared same audiences and we can support and inspire and motivate more people by sharing each other's networks and i'm like that just it just makes sense to me, but I'm still learning to communicate the ROI <laughs> of yeah, that because it's a longer term kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. To tag yeah. on to that, it's like people look at friendships and networking as a short term game. It's not a short game, it's a long game. It's not yes. an return on investment, it is a long term investment. And if you go into a networking event or any kind of social setting looking for the short term return, you're going to be that guy that nobody wants to talk to. Yes, yes. Right? <laughs> But if you go in and you're truly looking at the long game and all your, like, I always, so I play the yes game. I encourage my clients to start by playing the yes game for other people because for whatever reason as human beings, it's easier for us to show up for others than for ourselves. So if you go to a networking event and your game is just to see how you could support every person in that room and be known as somebody that's going to give, eventually it will come back to you. It's that whole law of attractions thing that people look at networking as a short-term game and it's not. I mean, if that's how you look at it, it's not going to give you an ROI. You have to look at it as a long-term investment in a long game. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 friends. It's becoming friends with people in all different walks of life that one day somebody's asking for help about, I don't know, like, I need a guy that needs to fix my bike. And you're like, oh, well, I know this guy that has a blog about biking. And you're like, there's a connection. You know, and you, you wouldn't have met that guy if you didn't go to that networking conference or travel to this country and you know, and that's, that's that long-term, like, I love that, the long-term ROI. Um, and it's, if, like you said, if you're that one guy at that networking event, that's just like, here, buy my stuff. And here's what I do. And here's blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> Everybody's thinking like, what's in it for me, you know, and they come with that energy instead of like, here's what I do. Here's what I'm passionate about. Here's what I like, here's my life story and all of this and learning to listen, you know, that's, that's, I think that's fun. (laughs) Start off with what they do and how they think they can help you without ever finding out who you are, what you need, what you do. So it's like they're talking about coming from what's important to them. No idea how it's landing with you. Right. So if you start off by working, working the room and understanding what where everybody's at and what do they need and like. I can market my business. I can market travel. I can market like the fact that I've had an amazing development of who I am. I'm like, I have this big thing about anti-survival mode. I don't want to survive my life. Mm. I'll design it. So I can talk about any of those things. Right. But how I position myself in the room isn't based on what I want to get out of that. It's based on what I think I can give because I know it's a long-term game. Right. Yep. Yep. It's what you can give. Hey, good morning, everybody. Got an invite to join, so I thought I'd pop in. <laughs> hey, hello. Great conversation. I, I've been like taking notes and stuff, so this is fantastic. A lot of great insight so far. So, um, if anybody had any questions, or maybe I can jump on and elaborate. Um, Isabel, I know Isabel from Chicago. We met up yep. at a. Uh, little digital nomad meetup at a Mediterranean restaurant about seven months ago. And <laughs> I got to say, I know she's not going to give props to herself. I don't even know if you can do that on here, but um, she is, she has a big following in Chicago. And I know personally she motivated me and she told me about the um, digital nomad conference in Berlin. We met up there 
uh, talking about networking, I mean, that was a fantastic event. Um, and she's, uh, I mean, she's got the Bella V group here, which I know is international now. But, uh, and then Sonny, I'm going to be following you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of new to the scene here, so not all these names are on my radar, but definitely going to be um, following you from this point on. Um, I know Isabel's kicked my butt from um, from the yeah. point we met where I was like kind of half in, half on the border. I've done a lot of traveling, but um, I just put up like my first major blog post yesterday in um, Budapest, which I traveled to right after Berlin. So um, I feel like I'm all in now, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks. I know I was nagging Chris for the longest time. Be like, do the thing. Here's an idea. Here's the, the website. Put the website up. And then yeah. we put it up, and I was like, "He's done." <laughs> it was good because I was like, I basically had my finger hovering over the enter key, and I just hadn't pushed it yet. And this is like a conversation going on at like five minutes of midnight, and I was like, "All right, I just got to yeah, do yeah, it." Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And then it happened, and now he's like doing photo. Like Chris did my, um, he did all of my photos for my website as well. Like he organized the whole thing, and I'm like, "Oh my god, Chris." could do this and then like he's a big foodie so do the foodie photography and this so my brain you know how it works yeah, <laughs> yeah if you want to see multiple pictures of Isabel you can go to nomadandcamera.com under lifestyle and uh, you'll see those pictures pop up in her um, you know marketing stuff so it's a sneak yeah, peek. It's all over my social. <laughs> <laughs> no no it's good it's good and one um, um, thank you for sharing your story. But one thing I wanted to touch on, since you're here and you take photos and you took a lot of Is uh, Isabel's photos, uh, Sonny, I want to ask your opinion on this. As a, as someone who's, you know, essentially going to be known online or maybe known several in several parts of the world because they Google you, do you think there's a certain quality to having a great high quality picture that boosts your business? You mean as far as like a headshot? What headshot? I mean, uh, shots or you know just things that appeal visually uh, to to an audience. I, I'm just I'm just yeah. curious. Yeah, I think I think that I that's actually I'm kind of gonna talk out of both sides of my mouth. So I think that when it comes to like your actual website where you're telling what you do and trying to gain business, that it's important to have high quality stuff. My brother is actually a family business. My brother's my creative director, and he does all my branding, and he has really high standards for me. And it, it makes a difference. You know what I mean? But when it comes to like me just sharing my travels and inspiring people with where I'm at and like taking raw selfies when I'm out and about, I think it's way more important to take pictures of the actual experience and share what's actually happening versus mm -hmm. trying to have everything look good all the time. So like I post like I'm sick as a dog right now. Y'all, I, I almost didn't join because I'm like, I'm sorry oh. to the voice. but I've been oh. posting about that. Like I've been putting pictures on Instagram of me with my cup of coffee, like looking all bad. <laughs> Because I want people to get, like, I, you know, travel can be tough. You know, I get sick sometimes. Yeah. Or, like, I was in Cincinnati last week, and I met some cool people, but that city did not open its doors to me. Those are not my people. And I'm honest about that, you know? So I feel like that's really important. Otherwise, what we could end up doing as a traveling community is giving the impression that it's all glamorous, and it's all super easy-peasy, and everybody in the world is amazing. And that's not necessarily true. We set people up for failure, so I think that's what I say. I think it's in some contexts absolutely amazing. Photographs are important, and in other contexts, I think just getting the the um, the environment and the reality captured is more important than having it look good. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that because it's it's those are like yeah for your business, all of that your branding cohesive everything like that's what makes your brand memorable and and recognized for other people, but. When you're showing behind the scenes, because that's what social media is, is the behind the scenes stuff. Like I shared, um, I just take a photo with my phone, like do a selfie or I'll put yesterday was National Suicide or no Worldwide Suicide Prevention Day. And I was like, hey, you know, if you're feeling low because we're human beings, we're never being happy all the time. We're being we flex up and down. It's like I've been through some down moments. I've been through some really high moments. But I wanted to say that being vulnerable in the group I'm like it's totally okay and this is a safe space for you to be vulnerable and I want to say firsthand yes traveling around the world is fantastic and yes I'm living the dream of like my goals and my milestones but yeah there are days where I'm like going and veering off my compass and I forget my big purpose and then I have to call my family and be like I don't know what I'm doing or like freaking out about something and then be like oh no remember this is your big vision and this is and I'm like 
oh yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you know, <laughs> you know. No, so, so, so no, yeah, very important to stay authentic. Um, one of the, the key things that you, you got, uh, both of you, um, three of you now, I've <laughs> said is, is you know it's 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 you know not necessarily painting that glamorous picture, but painting a real picture and being authentic. And and you also all highlighted the importance of networking. And one of the things that I wanted to really reiterate on when you're networking and you're traveling, you, people are going to connect with you as a person, right? So the more authentic you are, it's your essentially your business, your representation of your business. So, you know, it's it's very key that you show that person, whoever that person is, to whoever your, your client is. Like you went to Cincinnati, you said it didn't open your arms, but that didn't, you know, that, that was just like a bump in the road. And then other yeah. times you could maybe have a down month and that could be a bump in the road. But if you go back to your, your compass, it's, um, hi, Gerald, <laughs> if you go back to your compass, it's, it's all about, you know, staying true, staying true to that focus and um, understand that there's an adaptation, but there's also your purpose and you have to remind yourself why you did what you did. I want to talk in a uh, talk about conversion clicks because I know that's something that you um, particularly deal with, Isabel. What is the psychology of conversion clicks? <laughs> yeah, so um, I'll definitely recommend a couple books for people if they geek out about this stuff as much as I do, as I, I do. <laughs> um, Website Building for Small Businesses. It's a yellow book. You can get it on Amazon. I, I mentioned it also in the Beautiful Bellies group, like a whole bunch of recommended reading. Um, it's it's A-B split testing. It's doing all of these different, basically it's like science experiments online to see what works. What do people click on? What do they not click on? What resonates with people more? What doesn't? Um, and when my clients are launching something, I'll look through their uh, sales page, like they're they're launching a big, like I have a relationship coach that she's doing like an online critique of their dating profile and she's doing a sales page for that. But then before then she's launching like a preview call and then I'll look through the copy and I'll be like, okay, this clicks, this doesn't, change the color of this, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it goes into like color psychology, what, what gets more clicks? Apparently, if you put orange buttons or red buttons for buy now, it's it, it appears cheaper, so people are more willing to buy if it's a low cost thing. Um, if you want to have more people on your email list, pop ups convert more than they don't, and I hated pop ups for the longest time, and I'm like, no, I don't want to use them. But then I did the tests, and then they converted more. So if it just depends what your goals are, um, that book is fantastic, and then also Growth Hacker by Ryan Holiday is a, another fantastic book on, um, uh, I guess, hacking your way. It's marketing, but hacking, uh, hacking. Through, through, yeah, through a lot of different, like, really cool case studies, like how Dropbox, how Gmail, and how um, Tim Ferriss launched his book through basically, basically networking. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's why I'm like, go networking, you know? <laughs> Networking for sure, I and mean, it sounds like you, you and I also talk um, sometimes offline. And mm -hmm. social media, we live in a digital world, right? And I'm very curious to hear three of your opinions on this, especially you, Chris, as you're starting to do this more. Um, how does social media complement your business? And how and do you think it's very necessary to learn? Because, uh, you know, some people are like, yeah, eh, eh, eh. So <laughs> what do you what do you three think about the importance of integrating social media into your digital um, or into your business, essentially? Well, I can jump in as um, a beginner kind of on my own, but I've been doing it for a while. And I apologize, too, because I'm right by a window and there's landscapers out there and the window is like, it won't close. So, yeah. Anyway, with the, the social media, um, prior to doing the Nomad and Camera thing, I've been working as a creative director for about four years and um, grew it from like the ground up. They hired me as like, we want you to build the marketing department. And one of the main things kind of when I networked at that early age too, um, was that like, you only, you want to do social media, but there's two things you got to realize is one, if you're going to do it, I mean, there's so many platforms out there. Do the ones that you're going to maintain and be active on. If you're just going to put your a username out there, that's that's not going to help at all. Like, if you're going to be on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, like, actively use it. I know um, at the beginning of the conversation, Isabel had mentioned, I think, Hootsuite, you know, if you want to schedule things. Um, 
But, you know, if you're going to create a YouTube account and not post any videos or not be active on it, then you may as well not have it. Um, two, uh, I mean, you also got to realize that maybe it's a little bit different with, depending on what your business model is, but it's like building the conversations, creating great dialogue, and hopefully, you know, that comes back like as a long-term investment to help you down the line. But don't just think because you have a Facebook page now, all, people, all of a sudden people are just going to start buying stuff from you because that's not how it works, you know? It's, it's kind of like if you buy a car or something, you go to the car lot, you're talking with the sales guy, like he's going to start uh, building the rapport with you. He's not trying to sell you a car right away. So you got to kind of approach it th that same matter. So uh, somebody else can jump in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Anyone else who wants to? I can rant and rant and rant about this. <laughs> well, rant and rant and rant. <laughs> it's like, I, uh, okay, yeah. Like Chris said, it's it's building rapport, it's building community, and it's called social media because it's social. Right. It's not just one way. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of um, a lot of traditional businesses when they're like, oh, I got to jump on Facebook and Google Plus and this and this, and I'm like. Do you know why you're jumping on them? And he's like, no, no, but I'm throwing money at it. Make it work. And I'm like, <sighs> no. <laughs> First, we got to get clear on your voice. We've got to get clear on the soul of your business. We've got to get clear on your branding. Um, and you've got to create content because that's what social media, it's content marketing is you've got to bring stuff of, this is like networking, but online. You've mm -hmm. got to bring value with every post you bring. You've got to like it, that's that's you know a free ebook, a, a blog post that offers uh, a solution. So if you're, for example, I worked with a plumbing company, and I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be fun to brand. We're gonna talk about poop all the time. <laughs> and then hey, they're like, so many puns. <laughs> I know it would be so punny. And they're like, no, 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 no. We want we want to just like we just want like one post a day and blah blah. blah. And I'm like. No, that's not how it works. You know, it's like I get like, ah, because this is, I, I love doing this. It's like it's it's creating almost like a character from your brand and your storytelling through social media with your brand. Like I was like, we're going to have a little talking poop and he's going to be the meme like every week. And they're like, no, that's not professional. I'm like, but that's what social is. Social is not yeah. like, you know, brand like this and this, you know. <laughs> So, so to, to and, and and Sonny's gonna jump in soon, but to for you to use social media, you have to actually be social, and you have to be very intentional. And like Chris brought up a great point, so many mm -hmm. social media media um, outlets um, out there right now. I mean, there's everything from Twitter to Blab we're using right now, and some people are, might run better with live stream apps, some people might run better with shorter, you know, content type things or longer form type things. And Instagram might be great for someone like you, uh, Chris, who does you know a lot of a lot of photos, and maybe even Pinterest. But it's understanding the purpose of that and then knowing why you're using that platform and then staying, oh, well, you're just about to say the word, I was going to stay consistent with, <laughs> um, with that. So that, that, that's, that's what I'm sort of getting from you all. Is that, is that correct? Or? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Sonny, does that work for you? Do, you? do you deal with a lot of small businesses, right? I do. Most of my clients are small to medium businesses. Um, so I've been traveling a lot for about a year, I've been traveling 100% since February. And I'm like straight up, I just figured out what Twitter was like four months ago. So I'm really, really new. So I can actually probably talk to the people who are like, what is this blab thing? My friend made me click on this link. True. Because like in the past four months, I have connected to th literally thousands of people through connections like this. So Taylor, I met you through Twitter like a week ago through Amy, right. like, you know what I mean? So it's, like, it's, it's amazing how, I don't know what I'm doing. I am not doing all the stuff that Bo was talked about and I'm still getting like crazy followers, crazy interaction. I've gotten a few clients out of these types of connections. I was on a podcast the other day that's distributed to like 10,000 people all through yeah. social media. <laughs> and I don't even know what I'm doing. Awesome. I don't know what I'm doing. It's totally doable if you actually follow the recipe that you're supposed to. Uh, and, and you know, you know, what's crazy is I, you know, I've talked to Isabel a lot in the past couple months but i've never met her i've never met chris and i've never met you sonny and it's you know and I, we're just talking about this, but now you know we're all having this conversation and we have you know 96 people that have come on here to see it you know unfortunately right now on and it is crazy because you never know who could do that and this is going to lead me into obviously 
as, as we close, I want you guys to, to give us the the closing tips, but also talk about what you got next. I know I'm going to start with you, Isabel, because I know you've got a great webinar coming up. And then, but I want to give each and every one of you a chance to um, talk about your businesses, why you do it, and what one tip you leave for someone who's aspiring to build a business while traveling the world. Ooh, that's a lot. Okay. <laughs> no, you know, it's, it's all you. This is your section of the show. Oh, so <laughs> uh, okay. So, what was it? it was It was final tips was, why you're doing what you're yeah. doing. And then, like, and what, you got, what you got coming up. Yeah, we got yeah. coming up. Okay. We got into this, and um, you know, basically. Yeah. So, uh, tips for people just starting out, because um, I'm not sure if everyone here is like starting out or they kind of been doing it for a while. Um, get uh, it goes back to the inner work of getting clear on your compass and your north star. Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you enjoying what you're doing? And focus on that because everything else will start coming into alignment. The right people will start coming into your life. That will be like, okay, well, here, you're not good at organization, but I love organization. Like my team member, Tabitha, she is the boss at organization. I'm not. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then, um, like, just really, really focus on that. And if it, if it takes, you know, jumping on a call like this where you can get inspired and stay in these kinds of conversations Stay in as much as you can of these kinds of conversations. I go through my newsfeed on Facebook and I see people post inspiring things, motivating things in the morning to just get me, like, on the right side of the bed in the morning when I lose sight of my compass. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, being vulnerable is okay. Um, you know, so we're all here to support each other. Um, and I'll say definitely that. Um, my, uh, what was the other thing? Um, Wait, what do you got coming, coming up? Yeah. Ah, yes. Uh, I have a freebie webinar coming up actually with my kinesiologist, the lady that I do energy work with, that she was a client but now runs her own nomadic business doing energy work with um, women like EFT, mindset transformation, realizing what are those things that are keeping you back um, from like you being your biggest, highest self. Um, yeah. And that's going to be September 15th. And I just posted the link there. It's um, how to run a business um, using your passion. Um, and we're gonna go from all of the inner work that you gotta do to the outer. So I'm gonna talk about the techie bits and like how to share your story and market yourself so the world knows who you are. And she's gonna talk about all the inner work because I, I realized taking on clients as well, it's a lot of inner work that uh, has to be done before visibility can come to play. And I'm like, Camille, you take it from there. Cause I just want to get, I want to get people out into the world, you know? I'm impatient. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 yeah and the, link, the link is right there, right? So you put the link yep. right there. Yep. And your personal mm -hmm. website is... Oh, and my personal website and is thebellavie.com. And I have a newsletter I send out every week to where I am in the world um, with articles, blog posts, cool people to check out, um, webinars, um, and like more of the behind the scenes fun stuff about being a digital nomad. Uh, and I have a free ebook as well about why it took me seven years to get here when it could actually take you like one year or a couple months. <laughs> oh. Also, so, so check out the website, yeah. bellavie.com, yeah. and you put the webinar out there, which is on the 15th. Yes. next week. 15th, next, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about you, Sunny? What, what, what is it? Um, what are the tips you offer? Um, why did you get into this? And what, you've, what have you got coming up? Oh no, it's muted. Oh, we lost you. No, I was coughing. Oh, there you are. I don't want to bother you guys, but I'm here. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. All right, so I got into this because I felt called to. I know that sounds really cheesy and woo woo and all that, but like I, I, I've traveled a lot for my corporate jobs. I retired from Disney about a year ago. And I thought I was just going to be a philanthropist and kind of chill on the beach. And I got bored and everything was like, you're a leader. You need to go do stuff. And I followed my true north. And it got to the point where I was like, I know people everywhere. I need to be taking advantage of that. So I do this because I love it and because I feel called to. Um, yep. The tip I would have for everybody, there's two. The first I would say is, and this actually kind of leads into what I have coming up next. Um, always start with what's working, not your challenges. It's so easy for us to start with what's crappy. And then we stay in that mode of why we can't, why we shouldn't and saying no. 
if you start with what's working well, where you're winning in life, where you're winning in the thing that you want to do, it very quickly leads to challenges, what's possible. You connect to people that enable you. Like it's, it's a really big shift. Um, the second piece of advice I would say is have a lifeline. I have a friend that I can call no matter where I'm at in the world, no matter what time, and she will answer and she will remind me of who I am because I've known her since I was 12. But I had to set that up and I had to establish that. And so anybody who's going to take on a heavy travel or even a heavy like business growth development phase, have a lifeline of somebody you can call and get comfort from that can provide a huge amount of grounding for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so my where you can find me um, is social media. Any, any, I'm Sunny Sarah, S-U-N-N-I, um, on, our, on everything. And then my website is Wildflower Strategy. And what I have coming up, I do a webinar every month. I just did it this week. The next one is actually about rewiring your brain to start with where you're winning and how you can have that translate to executing projects with extreme velocity. Um, So that's happening on October 13th at 4 p.m. Eastern. You go to win.wildflowerstrategy to sign up. Um, It's 20 bucks, but I'll give you guys a code to get half off. If you put in the promo code of wild business, it's half off. Hey. Hey, wow. And then, you know, you know, who's, who's amazing right here? Isabel just put your link up there. Like, <laughs> bam. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. And then, yes, <laughs> so win, win wildflower strategy.com for, for the webinar. And what's the code? What's the promo code? You wild said? business is the promo code. Wild, wild business. Wild business. And hey, Famira, I know you, you, you just joined in, but um, be sure to catch the replay. I want you to really catch the replay. Um, and last but certainly not least, Mr. Chris. <laughs> All right. So a um, couple things. One, I mean, we're in a visual world. As a person that grew up as a graphic designer, you judge books by covers. You create your perception online, which is just really comes back to being sincere and authentic, um, both online and offline. Um, I know people have asked me that before, like, you know, what tips do you have when you, you travel? And I was just like, just, you know, really be yourself, be sincere, and you'll be surprised um, that that really, like, that's really how you connect with people. Um, and even, like, going back, it's probably a few things you asked before, um, but, like, I just sat down with a client the other day for a potential um, wedding, and I haven't done a wedding before, so I was just really upfront told her and she's like well I've liked your photography for a long time I followed you um and then because people have asked me like you know when you when you shoot and like what kind of camera do you use is like you just post the picture I'm like no I mean there's more than just like pushing the button on the camera not to be like sarcastic but um but I, I went past my comfort zone and I showed her like a before and after it was something I took like a long exposure and put them side by side and I really felt like I was kind of like naked or exposed because I, I don't like showing people the raw stuff because I kind of want them to think like I naturally take good photos. But like there is some stuff going on in the background and it just doesn't magically appear great. So um, and she said, you know, I actually I really appreciate you showing me that because um, she's like that gives me a better understanding of what you're doing. So it, it does work. Um, I guess my um, my tip for everybody is like I, and this is um, I don't know who said this, but basically the, the hardest step is leaving your front door. So I like, once you do that, you're, you're out in the wild and you're, you're going to do great things. Um, as far as my website, it's nomad and camera. I'll send that here. Um, it's brand new. So feel free to connect with me, send me feedback. I'm always, I always love feedback. Um, as far as upcoming events or things, I'm still kind of creating everything. So networking, branching out, I'm in Chicago right now. So, uh, there's a couple of additional nomads from around the world that I'm connecting with, and we're planning to get a meetup going soon. So once that's up, I'll put something out on Facebook. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you um, clicking me in here and joining the conversation. I was like, oh, Blab, I'm like, this is good. I've never actually never done this before. So I was, like, really nervous when I got that little join signal. I was like, oh, boy. But they call me the culture connector. So that's what I do. <laughs> there we go. I love it. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but, but, but one last tip before I before we all leave and go is this is something that's really key. The Sunny brought up travel tip. Learn key phrases in local languages. Always yes. start by asking to speak English in the native tongue. And that opens door in a new, in new way. And I, I, and I couldn't agree more. You know, learning things about the culture you're going into is one of those things that endears you to that audience. And it separates you from being a tourist, right? There's a tourist mentality, and there's someone that's there to like, okay, 
we can treat you more like local. We can even show you some of the spots that we wouldn't, you know, tourists wouldn't necessarily know. And this is where some of the real insiders of the business that you're interested in might uh, might go. So just take that initiative, um, understand more, more about the culture. You, you're Isabel. You're going to be doing this more because you're you want to move to France, right? So that's yeah, or I mean, Germany or something. Yeah, visa stuff. But we'll we'll see. The I mean, the world is. I'm still going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, th th that's good. So, but um, no, I, I want to thank you all again. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, I'm, you know, uh, for those of you that came late, make sure you catch the replay. And I'm also gonna put this on the YouTube channel. Ty Roxon, and the, the website is www.uidmedia.com. Um, and uh, I'll be sure to host more blabs like this, and hopefully have a lot of these guys uh, on as more guests to talk more cultural travel related topics uh, as well as, you know, languages and things like that. So look forward to seeing you guys all in the future and thank you so much thank for gracing you. us. Thank you. thank you. Cheers. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.